I got to get some sleep, right. you know, from lifting weight. <laughs> there you go. So, it's deadlift uh, night tonight, so I'm pretty wiped out. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I, I, as soon as I didn't have to do leg days no more, I was done. Done, 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 done. But I ain't going to lie. I ain't been to the gym in a minute, bro. I lost 50 pounds without stepping foot in the gym one day. Well, I, I just ate right. All I did was change my diet, 50 pounds. It didn't fall like that. That was like a, it was a solid seven, seven to eight month journey. But, you know, it could have went faster. I think going to the gym would have made shit but faster. But, uh, anywho, uh, everybody, please bear with us. We are sharing out the live stream to some different pages, to my own page, all that jazz. But y'all know we will be talking about Dave Chappelle's latest skit, not skit, um, his latest special. So, um, what up, Mike? Hearts with you, brother. Stay strong, man. Um, but yeah, um, continue what we were talking about before we went live. Like, man, some people ain't ready to set when, when, when some of these uh, younger girls step in a space full of men that's like, that kind of know they shit and that got experience in this space or even have a lot of experience. Like, they just not, not everybody's ready for it. Sure ain't. Not everybody's ready for it, so it's it's something else. To give y'all a little bit of context, we did uh we were just in a clubhouse room that you know somebody stepped into our space and they weren't ready. <laughs> they were not ready, and it was quite funny um, because it was a very young woman, and you know one of the guys in the room was like, "Ma'am, I've been in this shit longer than you've been alive." <laughs> and it's just like obviously that doesn't invalidate everything that you know the young lady was saying, but you know, this is how she was saying it. Like that should on. give a little credence to what guys say. It's like, hey, we have an experience, we have a lived experience. These are things that we have seen. We didn't just come onto the scene yesterday, right? Or even two years ago. Like we've been living life, we've been meeting a lot of people, we've been engaged with a lot of folks, and you know. It's 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 I, I think it is um I think it is giving everyone their due for their lived experience. And I think in a lot of a lot of times the young girls are used to being in women only spaces where they don't have to give men any space at all or give any men any level of respect. And um, you know the rock it, it, was, it was it was it was a little rough. So anywho. Um, give me a second. I still got to share this out to a few more groups. Get more oh, folks great. in on this thing right here. Um, I'm sorry. Please, please, please bear with me. Um, please bear with me. Um, Dave Chappelle. Um, have you have any of you guys actually saw Dave Chappelle in person? Um, uh, yeah. I never saw him. I saw him in person, but it was like he was like up on um some type of platform, and I was it was in Times Square basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah, him, Donnell Rollins, um, okay, some members of the Wu Tang Clan. It was all out there. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. 
Yes, indeed. All right. Um, okay, we got this all shared out, so let's get it going. Got a couple people in here already. Uh, got a couple guys on the way still. So, um, but yes, everyone, everyone, welcome. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Men Like Us podcast, the podcast that is made by men for men who date women in the trans community. Um, so please understand this is a men's space. We're going to come, come at stuff from a man's point of view, and we're going to talk that shit that, you know, in a way that's palatable to the ears of men, you know. But uh, we, we we really going to get into it tonight because we are talking about the latest Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix special. I believe this is his fourth one. Yeah, it's called The Closer. Yes. So the fourth one called The Closer. Um, you know, in his previous, in his first three specials, he did. I don't know if it was all three, but, you know, in, in one or two of them, he talked about the trans community a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, he did the whole joke joke story i don't know about like the community being in a car and everyone hating the tea and all that stuff um but either way uh he, he had his comments he had his jokes um and uh it is what it is but this latest um netflix special he you know dave Chappelle, one who many might consider the goat um, he spent a, a solid 30 to 35 minutes talking just about, um, the trans community and his opinions on transness. And it was really like, I have to be honest, the first like 35, 40 minutes of his shit, I was laughing. I didn't find anything too, too egregious where I was like, okay, I can't laugh at this. This is terrible. But once we got to that last half hour it was very rough and it was very, in my opinion, it was very cringeworthy and we're going to dissect, we're going to get into all the shit, but you know, he was telling stories and he was talking about his friend, um, a comedian named Daphne, I forget her last name, um, a white trans woman who was a comedian who killed herself um, after getting some blowback from the community for standing up for him. You know, mm -hmm. in his previous specials, obviously, we don't, none of us will know exactly what was going on in her mind when she died. Um, just saying that this happened and then this happened. So, um, so yeah. Um, so I mean, it's, it's pretty controversial. You have a lot of people saying that they will boycott Netflix. Um, people are pushing for Netflix to take a special down. And you know they're 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 trying they're they're looking for a lot of different repercussions for Dave Chappelle um, when it comes to his special and the words that he you know dropped out there and and just the ideas that he dropped out there. So um, we got a lot to get into, uh, but I really should start off with this. Well, actually, hold on. First off, if you are watching this on YouTube, please do me the the favor of liking this video if you're watching it right now on youtube please like this video need you guys to start liking the videos a little bit more because uh the boosty crowd is mad at me and they're coming in dropping all sorts of hate in the comments and they're downvoting all of my stuff and it's been like turn like a switch as soon as i start calling folks out as soon as i became you know shitting on boosty as soon as i start calling out the black community it was so 
could use a little support y'all if so if you're watching on youtube please 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 like this video Uzi got a um, fan club? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah it's called the black community okay. <laughs> but uh so you know first question right off top guys and i just want to hear your opinions on this you know did dave Chappelle go too far and I, i'll uh go to, go to you first trail since Oh man. Okay. About it earlier. Me personally, Did he go too uh, far? Me personally, you know, me liking that that type of entertainment of comedy, I should say. Um that's what comedy is about. Going too far. Pushing the limit. You know, making light of a situation that could be very serious. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's funny how the bat. Who is this? The the Black Coalition or something like that is calling for Netflix. So it's somebody. Uh, I think it's Glad. Glad is uh, going after him. Yeah, I heard on Breakfast Club that the Black something Black some type of Black Coalition is going after him too. Okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, all right. Everybody has their reasons, but y'all gotta understand this is comedy. All right. Y'all know what type of time Dave Chappelle is on. He's been like this since his days on Comedy Central. You know, I watched him on Comedy Central. I loved his joint on Comedy Central, his show on Comedy Central, one of the greatest comedy shows ever, that ever I ever watched, and a, a skit show that I ever um, had, had a pleasure to watch. And, you know, yes, Dave Chappelle do need to, how you say, um, Educate himself. He do need to educate himself a little more. But he's not in the business of that. He's in the business of comedy. He's in the business of making people laugh. So he feels like whatever I say, majority of people is going to laugh. That's the whole point of me doing this. You know? Me personally, you know, like this is Dave Chappelle. This is Dave Chappelle. This is fourth special. This is third time talking about the trans community. It's like at the point in time, you already know what type of time you're on. It's like, y'all gonna keep going after him for what? I understand, but it's like, for what? Okay. Uh, Corey? You know, it's yeah, it's, it's like a fine line, you know, between, you know, like pushing the limits and, you know, comedy. And in some ways, you know, when you when you push the limits and you use comedy to do it, it can if it's done right, it can actually lessen the blow of certain things, of certain insults, and whatnot. When you when you you make it funny and you, you kind of take the power of you know the insult being an insult away from it, you know. So I kind I kind of get what uh you know what a lot of comedians try to do, um, and I'm let me, let me get my words together here. So, but at the same time, too, like, um, you know, I think he did, you know, push it a little bit, you know, too far on certain things, like talking about how, you know, he was like jealous, making a joke about he was like jealous of um, the community, about how, how far the LGBT community has gotten and compared to, uh, comparatively speaking to, you know, the issues that, you know, um, 
African Americans have faced over the years and all that stuff. I mean, that I kind of like. I don't know that. I haven't had a lot of time to really kind of, you know, break it down, fine tune my thoughts because I work mm-hmm. like 12, 14 hour shifts. But I, that that hit me kind of kind of weird, and I didn't really, I didn't really like that comparison because it's like, you know. Well, you know, we'll get to like, that part of it. Um, that yeah. comparison definitely has um, something to do with a with a part of the conversation that's a little bit down the line. We are definitely going to circle back to that one. So def- that's yeah. believing. I'm going to dig into it at least. But uh, you know, yeah. look. At the end of the day, I don't think being a comedian gives you just carte blanche to just say whatever you want to, however you want to. I think at some point, you know, for anybody, period, if you have a platform and you have the ability to influence the understanding and knowledge of people, many, many people, um, you know, that's a responsibility that you have to take seriously. And, you know, if you don't and you're, you know, if, I mean, if you don't, you're, you're just liable to be, you're you're liable to be criticized. I mean, I I don't I don't think Dave Chappelle is above criticism. I think you know, I think he was trying to accomplish something, but he he went he didn't have he didn't have the necessary tools. He didn't have the necessary tools. He didn't have the necessary knowledge to really handle this. He just didn't. I mean, conflating. Fitting biological sex and gender, he didn't have he didn't have the he didn't have the the lowest levels of understanding to be able to do what he was really trying to do. Because yes, right. we know Dave Chappelle has taken on serious issues and made them into funny things or made them teachable moments for a lot of people. Let's be real; his audience is very mainstream, and a lot of times he confronts issues. Um, he confronts issues that aren't completely uh uh uh, uh what do I say that that not everybody is in in proximity to, but yes, I mean this is what he said was this. Uh, thanks, Jasmine. Um, I mean Dave Chappelle said gender is a fact. You can never change your gender. Gender is a fact. Obviously, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, he I believes he, he has. Himself. Yeah, of course. But I, I think if I think it further goes to the hubris of celebrity that I'm Dave Chappelle. I can handle this conversation because I'm Dave Chappelle. Like I am a comedy genius and I'm gonna tackle this thing and I'm gonna do it. And it's just like, dude, you're just I'm you're Dave Chappelle and I, I fucking love Dave Chappelle. I love his show. His show has a special place in my heart. You know, that was a time in my life where I was young and that was popular culture. Right. So I, right. I I love it. I went to go see him in person. I was fourth row center in his show, and that was a life event for me, really. But um, you know, just he was just Dave Chappelle was just way the fuck off, and I mean way the fuck off on certain things he brought up. I mean, after him, what some of some of the things he said? I said, God damn, I need to. I, I, how old is he? Like I had to go look up his age. Dave Chappelle's forty eight. Yeah. And like he was, because he was he was throwing out very old stereotypes about women in the trans community. He was talking about, well, I'm, I'm looking for the Adam's apple. I'm looking for this. Your, your neck is thick as like this, and you look like it's like all these old ass narratives that he was like, or not just old ass characteristics, trans characteristics he was pushing out there to the public, to the masses that generally know nothing about women in the trans community. Right. I mean, essentially, he is educating 
the masses on this shit. And that wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was bad. I wish he was prepared to take this on, but I just don't believe he was. No, you don't care. I don't believe it. that's an issue as well, is you know, because I actually did a panel. I, I spoke on a um I spoke on a national show, TV show earlier today um about this and they had this black comedian on there and there were there were black trans there was a black trans woman on the panel with me and you know he's using words like tranny and oh wait i'm sorry i don't want to and he was just like saying all this messed up stuff but he just didn't care to take a second and be respectful like when you make mistakes and you come in the spirit of respect that shit don't matter if if any of my white friends come to me in the spirit of respect was like hey man like, I just want to know how to do this, right? I want to know how to say X, Y, and Z. Should I be right. even talking about that? It's all in the spirit of respect. So if he, if he messes up and says something fucked up about black people in that moment, I'm not too, too mad. Because I know he's trying to learn. He's making an effort. Sorry, I know my signal might be getting messed up right now because I'm seeing the bars go down here. But um, I, I think he went too far. I think he went too far in some of his characterizations of the community um and i think he i'm sorry give me one second i think um he he and he used the he used the black friend um defense you know i think he was really he was really that guy that says hey i'm not racist i have a black friend and then just continues to do racist shit i'm not transphobic i have a trans friend and then just says whatever the fuck he wants. And, um, you know, like I said, I didn't hate the whole special. I think the front end of it was actually pretty hilarious to me. I enjoyed it. But, you know, um, speaking on people's genitals, like, you know, what's down there and making assumptions, all that, that kind of shit was really, really too far and a little whack. And I, Oh man, I, I I try to be I want to be relatable to folks out to a lot of folks out there because I like Dave Chappelle. I think it's hilarious, but on right. this one thing, this one moment, he was wrong, and I think he he just was. I didn't. I don't think he was properly equipped. It, it was a recipe for failure, and um, it's really sad because none of the other quote unquote greats spend time on a whole ass community like this. You ain't never seen Richard Pryor sit there and talk about one specific community for 30 minutes? Let no. that eat up 30 minutes of his show that will be seen by millions? No. Eddie Murphy? No. Yeah, Eddie Murphy had a little joke in the beginning, you know, the I'm sorry, the shit was funny to me. Um, but uh, that was just one joke. That wasn't no 30 minutes. I don't know. It was just weird, so... Did he go yep. too far? I think yes. I think yes. But well, if, if you I'm not here to cancel Dave Chappelle. I'm just here to be critical of some a comedian that I I like. I'm not into cancel culture. But I need but I need to we need to be free to be critical. I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, I was just saying that, you know, he's he's made a few mentions in the past. I mean, obviously he's made jokes in the past about the trans community and there's um, you know, um, I'm trying to remember. I seen a little bit of a special, not the last one he did before this one, but he made a brief joke about you know how oh I I, I believe them they they wouldn't have, you know cut it off or whatnot. I I believe I believe they're they're transgender. 
and then making comments like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe he feels like he's been under attack. Cause I mean, people have, have said some things before, obviously, and, you know, and being critical, you know, putting it lightly. And I don't know, maybe he was kind of in a way, um, well, for lack of uh, better terminology, maybe kind of like trying to make a stance, maybe, you know, that I'm going to continue to make my jokes however I want to. So, boom, he put a whole 30-something minutes on the community saying, that I'm going to I'm gonna make my, sh- my jokes because I'm Dave Chappelle, you know? I, I think that, that is definitely ego. I think that was Dave Chappelle's yeah, ego because, he, you know, he was he was getting a lot of blowback and he couldn't let it go. He couldn't let it go. All he had to do was just let he, it go, he, man. He Get waited back on that horse, tell some fucking jokes, and you don't even got to mention these folks. But he did it. He couldn't. He could not do it because I'm Dave Chappelle, and I can do this. It's like you can't you can't do everything, bro. And it, it seemed on. like there might have been some malicious intent there. You know, what I mean, I mean, you know, being co- I mean, a comedian is one thing, but maybe you know, there's a little bit of malicious intent in there. Maybe, mm-hmm. um, but um, I, I I didn't follow Dave Chappelle like you like, like you 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 did or whatnot. I mean, I've seen some of his mm-hmm. specials in the past. Of course, I know you know Rick James, bitch. I mean, everybody knows that, you know. But yeah, <sighs> yeah, and, and that's another you know something that Nicole just brought up. You know, like he's he's so old. It's shows is you know his old timer thinking over him. Like really, that's that's another part of it. He's a forty eight year old black man, right? Boosie is 10 years younger than him. Yeah. Like the average 48-year-old black man is on the same level as Dave Chappelle in terms of just not having any give a fuck when it comes mm-hmm. to caring or not caring, but having respect for but- any member in the LGBT community. Like they're straight up and you know, homophobic, anti-LGBT, all that stuff. And you know, it's this whole like, man, I, I just want to be bothered with it. Why I got to do this for them? Like all this, and and all and all folks are asking for is just a little human decency, and it's just like how is human decency difficult? That's not a tall order, not a tall order. And you know, through his story, he proves that okay, I can be decent to people. I you know, he bought the girl a drink and all that stuff. Um, now I got to really go into his stories or whatever, but you know, it's. It's whatever. I just think, you know, his age has an, another there's another dynamic in it because he is an older guy and he has older narratives. And that's not ex- that's not an excuse at all. That is mm-hmm. not an excuse at all. But, you know, um, I think it helps people understand a little bit more like, you know, this ain't like it's it's just <sighs> he's not as liberal as you think. That's what I'm saying. He's not as progressive as you would think. You know, people assume no. that with him, but He's not. And, you know, another side of this, really, so something that's coming up a lot, whenever whenever I see anybody offer up any level of criticism of Dave Chappelle, the first, the main response people have is, oh, you're too sensitive. Everybody's everybody too sensitive these days. Even Dave brought it up. Oh, this new LGBT is too sensitive. Where's the Stonewall LGBT? I like them motherfuckers. I like the the old ones, and I don't like these new LGBT because they so sensitive. And I'm like, yo, dude, the old LGBT didn't have a voice. That's why you like you didn't have to hear from them. Right. Today, you have today people are empowered to be heard through 
platforms like this or their own platforms on YouTube, Twitter, all of that stuff, people will gang up and they will make sure that they are heard. And, you know, everybody being upset about, well, it didn't used to be like this, whatever. It's because people were marginalized and just silenced. Now people don't have to be silent anymore. And I, I don't, I think this whole, you know, too sensitive reaction is some bullshit because you got to be, you got to give space for criticism. I'm not running around with the pitchfork at Dave Chappelle, but he's wrong. But somebody being wrong doesn't mean I cancel everything that I loved about their previous work. I'm not going to lie. I'm not throwing away Chocolate Factory. So, and I ain't throw away Thriller. So, I mean, it's, I'm still watching the Cosby show. Don't care. So, um, I don't believe in cancel culture. Yeah. And I feel you, but I, I think we really, well, I, so that's another thing. You can't, can you really cancel Dave Chappelle? No. Is that even possible? No. People was really trying to get his show to take it off of Netflix. Do you know how much money that man makes off of every special he does? You think Netflix is really caring about that? Why do you think that I man don't gets, think he's on like his fourth special? Yeah. I'm sure they'll give him more. Um, that man made about but... 50 million and better every time he gets a special. There ain't no canceling Dave Chappelle at all, ever. I think I think Chantrell is is really on it with this one. I mean, people are just tired of being disrespected, you know. Right. She says Chantrell says, "Are we too sensitive, or do we feel disrespected? The days of disrespect are gone." And I mean, I think that's what it really is. Is you know, people are just being they're making their voices heard. They're not sitting in silence anymore, you know. Um, but. There needs to be room for criticism. It can't be, oh, well, why you got something to say? Oh, y'all just being sensitive. And it's just, I hate it. I hate it so much because, you know, I've, I've been in a lot of black spaces today and it's just been everybody complaining about sensitivity. And I'm like, really? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Like, I'm not running around here saying cancel, whatever. I'm just saying the last 20, 30 minutes of it sucked. And it was a mistake. And I think it's a mistake that will mar his his pristine record. I mean, some comics put out shitty, you know, specials, but he hasn't up until this point. I'm not saying the whole special is shitty, but you know, this is kind of a a thing on his record, in my in my opinion. I don't know. Go ahead, Corey. Can I make a cross reference here of mm-hmm. of like two comedians? So, you know, we had Dave Chappelle. Now, there's one other comedian that I, I love, and, you know, it, it, you know, it was really sad to me the day he died, Ralphie May. Are you guys familiar with Ralphie May? No. no. Is that is that the fat big, white guy? Yeah, big, heavy okay. set guy. He was hilarious, right? Yeah. Now, I loved his type of comedy because he would say some really off-the-wall shit, man. Like, he had this bit about cookies, all right? And... He said every single racist word you could say, the N-word, uh, um, calling Hispanic people, you know, wet, you know. It makes me uncomfortable. I can't say it, even uh, in, a, in time, me trying to be respectful. Yeah, but no, you don't, wanna, he, don't wanna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he said all these words, right? But what he said is, it, he set it up in a way, in a way that he was, he had good intent, and, and he, he did it in a, and like I think in a genius way. Let people have good intent. He's just trying to make a laugh, but also too, 
trying to, you know, he was kind of a little bit political with it, but in a good way, trying to take away the hurtful power that a lot of these words would have. And mm. his, his setup was, he was talking about how I want to, so here's what I want to do to get rid of these hurtful racist words. I want to make them no longer hurtful. I want to take their power away. He said, now, hear me out. And he did this whole hypothetical scenario of, let me take this cookie. Make Now, we're going to make it this, the world's best taking cookies. Right? Best tasting cookie ever. Now, remember, it's the best tasting cookie. When you eat it, it's instantly you love it. And we make that cookie and we call it inward. But he straight up said the word. And I was like, oh, damn. But, and it, it was, you know. But, I mean, and he, he made that joke about every, he, he covered all the, the, the races and whatnot, and he was trying to set it up in a way to where it was like, he got a laugh, but also, too, he was trying to show good intent that it was take away the, the hurt, you know, that these words have. And what I'm trying to say in comparison to Dave Chappelle, maybe he could have done something like that. And I don't know, I just, I just thought that was a good point to bring in. That mm-hmm. a lot of comedians, when they do jokes or whatnot, they kind of set it up in a way with like a little bit of a good intent, um, mm-hmm. and also with a laugh, but also a little bit political because you know a lot, of, uh, especially a lot of comedians these days, they they got a little bit of of, of uh, politicalness sprinkled in with their comedy, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Dave, I think Dave has done something similar in the past where he, you know, you see yeah. comedians they do this where they're like, hey, I'm just I just want to bring everybody together. And we need to stop, you know, we need to stop the division and this, this, and this. And they may, you know, say X, Y, and Z, but Dave didn't have that spirit of, you know, bringing everybody that. He wasn't bringing that with him. He was like, no, I'm the bad guy. I'm the villain. And fuck you. Like, he he didn't care. He didn't care. He wasn't trying to be like, hey, y'all. Okay, look, we all got problems and... You know, I see y'all got stuff, and we gonna support y'all in y'all thing. Y'all go support us in our thing, and you know, we gonna fight the man together. Whatever. He didn't. He didn't. And there was no collaborative spirit that I that I saw in that at all. But I get what you're saying. Like comedians will try and like, you know, it shouldn't be no difference, and try to really push things into more. Just, just they they try to sow positivity, and you know, like Ralph tried to sow positivity. Dave wasn't trying to sow positivity. I think Dave was really trying to just stand on his shit because he was criticized, and I think his ego got the best of him, and he couldn't let it go, and he really should have let it go. You really should have let this whole thing go. Like, I think he really felt like, I have to win. I'm Dave Chappelle. I can use my words to make me win and walk off into the sunset a true fucking hero. And, you know, sorry, another section of this really is like, essentially, Dave pulled a Dorito Jesus. If y'all don't know who Dorito Jesus is, that's that's Trump. So <laughs> he, he pulled the Dorito Jesus with this whole thing, really, because like what Dave Chappelle did with his words. And this is what this is really in my mind. This is the real harmful shit that he did. Like what he did was he empowered other people to stand firm in their transphobia and in their homophobia and their anti LGBT spirit. He empowered those people to do that shit because every space I went to, everybody was like, yeah, that's right. And all them people, you know, they just too sensitive. And everybody who was on that shit, 
is people that I know for a fact are anti-LGBT. They're homophobic as shit. But they were using Dave Chappelle's words. And if they're nowhere near as intelligent as Dave Chappelle. These are a bunch of dumbass, fake intellectual motherfuckers. And they used his words and went out there to, 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 to validate their own bullshit. So, like, that is the true damage that he did. Is that people now feel validated to be anti-LGBT, to invalidate the existence and the experiences of trans women. And they feel validated to walk around and call trans women men and 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 just be anti-LGBT in general because of what he said. And if Dave Chappelle did it, Dave Chappelle earned a reputation for being a, an intelligent, thought-provoking man who has always been on the right side of history. And now right. bigots will use his words to stand on the wrong side of history. They're going to use his words as shield and cover. Like, oh, well, that's Dave Chappelle co-signed on it. And, you know, Dave Chappelle was just saying it was like this. And, you know, he preached the word, everybody. And I hate it. I hate it. And I hate that, you know, people did that because he brought out bigotry in people the same way that Trump did. And that's why I say Dave pulled a Dorito Jesus. That's a pretty good comparison, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. And it should really happen. And that, that is the worst part of this whole thing. I think Dave Chappelle is fucking hilarious. I think he's funny. He just wasn't equipped and his hubris and his ego got in the way and made him feel like he had to win this battle. But you of know freedom speech or whatever the fuck it is. That's the thing. With the community. When it comes to that, they feel like mm -hmm. they have if they if they they feel like if they start catering to a certain audience, that means they're dumbing their own comedy down. They're dumbing themselves mm -hmm. down. And a lot of fans are not going to rock with them because of that. Yes. But it's different ways you could do that to collaborate with your message. Mm -hmm. Yes, we get it, you're a comedian. But do something to make it collaborative. You know what I mean? Mm. That's all I'm that's all I, that's basically what I was trying to say. My first my first um thought when you came to me, my first thought um process. Be more just have it like a collaboration, you know. It's a lot of things, you know, me personally, I'm not a fan of the L I'm not it's a me personally that I'm not a fan of what the LGBT community do. I'm not me personally, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna sit there and, 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 and hate them or, or dislike them and disrespect them because of it. Nah, that's corny. I'm not gonna do that. If anything, I'm trying to help them to elevate from that. Yo, switch that up. Don't do this. Don't mm -hmm. do that. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to do. And, so and you know, to, to, to Roy's point, you know, Roy was like, so we got to continue to empower people to live in their truth. Let's be real. You know, flare, flaring up this, this bigotry in a lot of spaces makes it harder for guys to live in their truth. It makes it harder right. for people guys to accept themselves because their environment is co-signing everything Dave Chappelle. Yeah, they just a bunch of men. Look at the Adam's apple. This, this, and this. Uh, oh, my goodness. Why did he talk about women's vaginas like that? Like, I don't even I don't even understand what the point of that shit was. If the point of your shit is comedy, why are you talking about uh, uh, vaginas on post-op trans women? Like I that that shit was like I'm like why are we even doing this, bro? Doing this, bro. Sound a little like, curious to me. He just 
I don't know. I, I don't hate Dave Chappelle. I still think he's one of the greatest comedians right. of all time. But, you know, he's done some damage here. And I hope at some point he gains a new understanding, a new knowledge to the point where he can circle back and be like, look, man. All right, y'all. I was so that thing that happened back then, I was off. And maybe he could bring it because I think Dave Chappelle has the power to bring understanding to the masses in a way that's funny and brilliant in the same way he does it with racism. He brought a lot of understanding to people that don't hear from people like him or right. don't even take time to listen to people like him. He just, he brought, he, he makes shit clear to folks. And I really think he could do the same thing for the trans community and the LGBT community at large. And I would love to see him really get some understanding and, and, and really humanize people that aren't just his one friend in comedy. And, you know, I'm not even shitting on, on the girl that's his friend. You know, I totally get comics love inappropriate shit. And, right. you know, he, he wrapped it up trying to honor his friend. Right. But it was still done in a, such a haphazard way. I just wish he could just be like, yo, look, my friend, she loved she loved all the most inappropriate shit in the world. So I got to say these jokes just to honor her memory. But just get it out there. <laughs> And I mean, I don't know if more people would have understood it, but it was just, you know, and I want to get some more of these comments in here. Um, Alexandria says all he did was put a target on trans people's backs. I read so many hateful comments online about LGBT people after the special aired. Again, yes, he pulled a Dorito Jesus. He really, he really gave people a reason to be open about their bigotry and hate, which is crazy. Um, saying Mike says he knew what he was doing. I I hope not. I don't know. I I I would like to think he's an intelligent man, but you know, it's probably probably an oblivious one at that too. But I don't know. I hope I could do his hope. I don't know. But uh, Jessica Kiefer says he doesn't understand the difference between sex and gender. That was a big piece of it. His whole premise oh, yeah. that gender is a fact and you can't change it was based off of him is not understanding basic shit like this. Right. There is a difference between biological sex and gender. Right, it is. So, you know, um, I'm going to get in these last few comments here. Jessica Kiefer says, and let's not forget, he said trans and the LGBTQ plus was punching down all while he's punching down and not up. So with that, um, we're going to go on to that next section about this. Let me take that comment down because that, that kind of relates to what the other part of the discussion I wanted to have was really, um, I don't, it, it, why, why the erasure? I feel like his caricature of trans women throughout that special was as white trans women only. And his whole his whole explanation for while well, I'm not punching down because they're white. That's that was it. Well, they're I mean they're white, they're up there. How could I be punching down on somebody that isn't a that that I'm that isn't oppressed by me? 
And, you know, that, that shit was absolutely trash. It was a loophole that obviously can't withstand even just one level of argument. But, you know, his caricatures, when he when he did his trans voice, he, he went to his white voice. We all know Dave Chappelle has a white voice. Yep. And, um, you know, he even said it in his in his sketch. He was like, man, I just just when I thought I had uh, uh, white men cornered, then they turn around and become women. And it's just like, okay, but you know, there's like lots of different, that's every race, bro. Like every it, race. The community is not just white trans women. Right. I get that's, I guess that's you know, who he may be in proximity to, but you know, trying to make this a racial thing is kind of weird. And trying to be like anti trans based on race is weird as fuck. And it doesn't hold up. And and I think that you know he he really kind of tried to craft things and, and angle an argument in a way that people can accept it because it confirms biases against the trans community in general. But you know, um, what is this? Cookie Meal says the black cis community is at war with the trans community, and we all need to admit it. Uh, that's that's correct. Um, but you know what, what Dave Chappelle did was, you know, the, let's just be real. His audience isn't black. Not not completely. He has a very mixed audience. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a mainstream guy. He's the fucking top comedian out there. So it isn't he's reaching beyond just the black community. He's reaching a lot of people. And, you know, he's again. People learn through Dave Chappelle. People this special people learned about the trans community and what did they learn about the trans community through this, through this special hate. They learned it's excusable to perpetuate their bullshit hate, but then also all, all the misinformation, bro, shit, tons of misinformation. Uh, So all trans men pee out their butt, apparently. Um, (laughs) <laughs> all trans women stand up when they pee. Uh, uh, trans women, all trans women have Adam's apples and thick necks. And I forget what else he said, but it was all these like features that he's put. It was just crazy. I'm like, dude. So now you, you're reinforcing negative stereotypes about trans women in general to the masses. And people listen to you because there's people that don't hear shit else about the trans community outside of his one special. Or his three or four specials. They don't they hear nothing about it. That's that's not all they know. And they're not, they're not in proximity to, to nobody. Uh, said what, bro? I said they're not gonna ed- try to educate themselves on anything about it. They're gonna just speak on the bad stigmas of it. That's it. Absolutely. It's it's confirmation bias, really. And it'll be it'll become popular to use the misinformation and talk about the misinformation and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, because a celebrity said it. A uh, uh, you know, a well-known, you know, funny comedian that a lot of people know and love. It was in their household with the whole, you know, from the beginning. Rick James, bitch, and all that stuff. It'll, it'll, it'll be you know popular to use that misinformation. Absolutely, um, and <sighs> I mean, it's, it's like just, it's, it's like popular with Dorito Jesus. You know, a lot of people are using, still using misinformation that Dorito Jesus put out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I still hear I still hear people, you know, it would 
you know, even though the virus started in China, you know, people are still going around calling it uh, the the China virus and stuff like that. You know, like mm-hmm. come on, let's call it properly. It's you know, COVID nineteen coronavirus. Come on, you know, I mean, it's something as simple as that. But you know, it's oh, he's you know, Trump said it, so yeah, well, I'm gonna say it too. Not to get off on Dorito either. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like there are parallels here. Absolutely parallels. And I think Chantreau really hit on something here. Um, she says, because as much as they try to devalue us, we are valued. And to many men, as valuable as cis women. He wants to control the mind to see no value. And it re- that's kind of what he did here. That's really what he did was, I mean, but. The man's a brilliant comedian, but in this special, he invalidated the fuck out of trans women, calling them men, uh, talking about his friend, and like, yeah, I'm gonna what I'm gonna say to that kid is, I knew your father. And you know, well, when she committed suicide, that was I knew she was a man because that was the most gangster shit of all time. And it's like, uh, come on, Dave. Ugh. What are we doing here, man? Like, can you validate one trans woman's experience, please? Like, how the fuck is this so difficult? Like, I, I guess, I mean, it just would have been really great if he was like, hey, you know what? I met with a bunch of people, and these girls is funny, and this girl over here, like, he could talk about all the girls that he met and and, and, and how crazy characters they were, and that shit could have been funny as fuck. And like, yeah, but you know what? They my sisters now fucks with them. And I'm glad I learned from them X, Y, and Z. Like it could have been really good comedy. Right. Like he could have, that's what I'm saying. He could have did that. But he's not. There's so much that I think there's so many different directions that he could have went and he didn't have to go in this direction. And that's that's really where I sit with all this. Is I he made a mistake. And I hope that he realizes at some point that he needs to. He I hope at some point he realizes he could have done better. He could have done better. And I, I think I I just have faith in his intelligence. And I hope that he can turn that ship around because yes, the 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 the, the tire stereotypes and all that shit is just bad. And I mean, you're literally giving people a reason to be like, yo, that's right. They're all men, they're not women. It's like invalidating as fuck. And like I guess men who come across this shit and, and listen to my criticisms of this shit, like real talk, bro. I ain't hating. I'm not. I'm not a Dave Chappelle hater. This has not turned me sour on him as a whole. I will still go back and watch Chappelle's show, and, and really, he had three seasons of a show and only one mention of trans people. That was yeah. on the Dudes Night Out sketch, and those are like straight up drag queens. But I mean, obviously, they're not going to get real trans women for the show. So it's it's okay. It's a low budget What's not? comedy. Fine. <laughs> it was meant to be, meant to be a, 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 a gimmick, a comedy. Yeah, of course. And um, you know, it's. Ugh, but I, I, I'm I have to be honest, y'all, and I know that people want to hear differently, and, and I know everybody, you know, wants there to be a for there to be a call to cancel and all that stuff. I could be critical of the man and not cancel him. And I am critical of him. I'm seeing that he's he's fucked some shit up. And, you know, this, like Jessica says, this was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity for him. Um, I, he really could have educated people. Um, I'm sorry, let me read Jessica's comment instead of reusing her words. Uh, 
Jessica says this was a missed opportunity for him. I wish he educated himself prior to the special. Right. Whether he likes it or not, he's educating an entire generation. And that's that's true. And and, he, and for a lot of the old millennials like myself, he's confirming a lot of ignorance within us. Really? So, um, and it was Alexandria says, do y'all think he fears he would lose his black audience if he shows support for the LGBT people? A lot of black people are not as liberal as they claim to be. Um, uh, it wouldn't matter if he did because he's got so much. He's got such a large white audience. It doesn't matter. I've been to his shows. It's, I mean, it was literally like, I mean, from what I saw, it was probably a good like 5% black. So like he's got more than enough. He's got four. He's got more than enough uh, 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 followers that you know he don't. He's he's crossed that threshold where he doesn't depend on the black community for support. Now you know, uh, 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 Lil Rel or or um, what's his name? God damn it, I'm forgetting all these young boys' names. But you know, all the young Instagram guys. Yeah, they need that shit. They can't. They haven't crossed over in that way yet. And um, DC Young Fly. That that's who it was DC Young Fly and the Chico 85 Bing South Bing. guys. Right. All the people oh. that appear on um um Wild and Out, like yeah, they they haven't crossed over yet. No. You know, Corey Holcomb, he still needs a lot of support from the black community. Um, but uh let me drop this in here for Corey real quick. Cause they see you, bruh. They see you. Nicole says, side note, Corey is looking full on Mr. Darcy tonight. <laughs> 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 so they seeing you, bro. They seeing you. Oh, oh, wait, Rena. Let me get Rena's comments in here. Uh, Rena says, "I don't see it as a missed opportunity. He absolutely accomplished what he intended. It was to drag the trans community, and that so that part of it was like really kind of foul because he made the trans community out to be the villains. Like he was telling the story about his friend who committed suicide." And in that story, he made the trans community the villains in that shit. Like, and and they read her, they they canceled her and trashed her on social media, and then she killed herself. Just because she didn't go with what they said that, you know, and, and they came for her and this, this, and this. And it was just like, yo, okay. Um that's that is really kind of foul how he tried to position the trans community to be the villains mm -hmm. in that story. He really did. A lot of them do that, though. <clears throat> yeah, and, and and that's true. Um, but a, nobody's spending 30 minutes on the community. I mean, I guess he's got specials for days and days, but most of these guys are trying to get out their best material. For these specials, they take all the best material they've been using for the last two, three years. Yeah, and then shove it all in a, a half hour special. All right. And um, hold on a second. So Wild Out has they be going to be in on Candy. I'm sorry, they be going in on Candy. That's what you meant to say. Candy, well, Candy's not trans. Oh. Uh, Candy's not. I haven't trans. watched Wild and Out in a while. I do see it on Pluto. I know who you're talking about. But Candy's not okay. trans. Okay. Uh, so here we go. We we getting close on running out of time, y'all. But we, I want to get these comments in because I want everybody to 
you know, feel heard here. So uh, Fair77 says he didn't just invalidate us. He invalidated y'all transamorous men. This is why men shame themselves and some perpetuate violence against us. It's a, nev- it's a never-ending cycle of trauma and abuse. And um, completely agree. I agree. Completely agree. I think he um, he made it tougher for guys to live in their truth. I think he contributed to the problems tonight. I really hate that he's a part of the problem, but he is. He really is. And um, let's see here. Uh, Angel, because I don't think I've had her comment on here yet. Angel says he's on a mission. This isn't a one-off. He has some weird bone to pick. That's really what, it, again, his his ego won't let him let this go. No, I really, Dave. I don't know if you ever, Dave. If you ever watch this shit, if anybody related to Dave or in his camp sees this shit, please tell him to just let it go. Let it go. You, you said you said your piece. Now he did say this is the end of it. I'm never talking about this shit again on any of my specials. Well, then I, I hope that is what happens. I hope you get more specials, and I hope you can take your comedy in a different direction. Yeah, him saying that too almost kind of uh, kind of proves proves it is him trying to make a stand and defending mm-hmm. his, his ego or whatnot. Yeah. You know, that, that right there proves it, you know? But In here's the mind. thing, though. Like, and I know not everybody's going to agree with me on this one, but, like, look, I'm here for everybody getting getting the jokes. You know, I came up when In Living Color was on, so we was watching Men on Films, Handyman. They had stuff for every, every group you could think of had was catching jokes. Everybody, everybody, and the shit was hilarious. And I just, you know, I don't. And then this is just me as an outsider, as an, a member that it, a man who is not obviously not a trans woman or in the trans community, but like, yo, throw throw a joke here here and there to the trans community. Everybody get the jokes. That's cool. Do it. I mean, this is a man that got jokes about crack babies and. Uh, a baby selling drugs on the street and shit, selling drugs in the club. Like, cool. Have at it. He got plenty more specials coming up. He's gonna get hired. People, if Netflix says no to him, Hulu, HBO Max, Paramount, sorry, somebody's gonna Somebody be fighting to get him. They gonna get him. And you know, I, I would, I, I would love for him to hit a, hit hit one one joke for everybody. And and then like he got a checklist, he got to check off for every show. But I, I mean, you know, it, that's that is his humor is, you know, irreverent humor that 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 sheds a light on shit that people don't normally talk about or normally face, you know. So I don't know. I hope I hope hope and pray that he learns. I hope and pray that he gets some more education. But um, we're gonna wrap up this conversation. I really just wanted to to, to speak on this because it turned into a really big thing. And I'm like, yo, well, we got to offer up, you know, our opinions as men on this shit. Because, you know, I know it's a lot of other folks out there commenting right now. So, um, everybody, if you are watching this on YouTube, please like this video. Again, the Boosie lovers, the haters are dropping in. They're dropping all sorts of comments on my shit and downvoting a, a lot of my stuff. And, uh, you know, especially the Boosie video that we did and the videos where I call out certain parts of the black community on shit, uh, they don't like that. So please, please, please like the video. Go like all the rest of the videos. Support your boy. And um, Corey, tell them where they can find you, man. Oh, 
Um, well, y'all can find me on uh, YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel called Librium Curatate, which is Latin for free love. And um, if you can't really find it um, through that, because I've even typed the name myself, it's kind of hard to find. You can always just look up I Love Trans Women, and you'll probably find my video. I'm wearing my you know yellow hard hat and welder's cap, so it shouldn't be too hard to, to find me that way. So, yeah. I appreciate uh, any any watchers, any subscribers. Be cool. Mm. I'm sorry, Neff just dropped this comment, uh, so I really want to acknowledge this. Uh, she said, "Being someone who was shamed in a nightclub as a man by a comedian is not humorous or something to be made light of." Absolutely. Never said. And that's that, that, this whole thing, like, well, he's a comedian. I'm like, yo, we, well, we can't give a pass for everything. Like at some point you gotta take responsibility for what the fuck you say. Yeah, I don't and how you saying, how you handle you know, that. That comedian, like I forgot who said it. Yeah, Pierre said it. Pierre said this a long time ago. This um comedian Pierre that be on comedy hype. He mm. said that that don't take away the comedian's integrity to do the comedy, regardless mm -hmm. to what. And mm -hmm. I kind of understand it. Do I agree with it? No, but I understand mm. where he's coming from when he says this. I mean, you know, make the attempt, you crash and burn, you crash and burn, but I don't know. I just reserve the right to just not fuck with any comedians that I don't really like. Like, I don't fuck with George Lopez after he was joking about making jokes about uh, how bad it is to bring a black man home in a Hispanic house, and I'm like, but, yeah, I know that's the reality, but let's not kiki over that shit. Let's not, let's not have a good laugh and a chuckle over that one like it's supposed to be that way. My, so right. I'm I don't encourage that shit, dude. I'm out. Fuck you. So <laughs> real talk. Anywho, um sorry, as we uh wrap wrap this whole shit up here, everybody please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We finally hit 400 subscribers, so I appreciate everybody for doing that. Um, watch us on Twitch, um, follow us on Twitter, and also hold on, let me pull the damn thing up. Let me can I pull it up? Let's see if I can pull this damn thing up. I don't know if I can pull this up. Post. Let's see if this is. Damn it. I can't see my page right. <laughs> uh, there we go. There we go. Hold on a second. I got to X out some shit on my page. But please, everyone, uh, this is my first public announcement about this shit, but it's going to grow from here on out. So um, we do have a Patreon. So by all means, go to patreon.com, search Men Like Us. We are having dope-ass Thursday night conversations, Men Like Us after hours. And, you know, we had a really dope conversation last night with my homegirls, Anastasia and Taylor. Uh, me and Corey just sit there and kicked it. I'm definitely going to change that thumbnail. But <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a dope show. So we have exclusive content that's only on the Patreon channel. We are going to be having... Uh, uh, conversations every Thursday on Patreon. They are super unfiltered conversations, but they're only available to my Patreon li listeners. So please, please, please jump in there, support the show, help me grow this shit. And, um, you know, we're going to get some more content on there. I'm already recording new stuff, but there will be plenty of exclusive content on there, ladies, guys. Um, and it will be streams where y'all can really interact with us and really dictate the course of the show. You know, we're taking show ideas from, from, from live viewers. 
you know, we'll even let y'all on once in a while. Like it's it's gonna be pretty dope. It's it's definitely something we're not gonna be doing on a Friday nights here on the um on the public streams, but you know, you're gonna get uh you're definitely gonna get a, a dope level of content. We got some really, really cool stuff coming. So um definitely look out for that. So patreon.com, men like us, subscribe. It's only ten dollars a month. You ain't gonna miss that ten dollars. <laughs> My drinks are more than that. Come on now. So, anyway, with uh, with I'm sorry, Trey. Did you want to? I didn't give you a chance to promote nothing, bro. Nah, just want everybody to know that I am a part now of a um show called the the um Come Out Talk Show. I mean, please add the page. It's on Facebook. Please add the page. It's on the talk, Come Out Talk Show. I'm with my um partner Yance Jones, and we we you know basically you know, do interviews for local people and people that have a real story or, or promoting their business. That's what we're doing right now. You know, we just launched, we did, we just um did the first episode last last Saturday. And yeah, we're trying to do more. And also you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at King Cletrell. All right. Hit me up on all that. And yes, I do take messages from anybody. Everybody that hit me up, please just hit me up and be respectful. That's all I ask. There you go. And, um, Real quick here, I'm gonna share this, share my screen one more time so we can show this. Uh, uh, the 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 come out talk show on Facebook. This is this is it. So, right. Uh, that's Yance. More Yance, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll get some trouble on there too, but yeah. Please support the brother in his new podcast. All right, y'all. This is this is the podcast has been a year in the making. God damn it. And it's going to happen. So. (laughs) Shit. Well, with that, we out, y'all. We catch y'all next week. Um, Look out for a stream on YouTube or Twitch. Or actually, look out for a stream on YouTube. uh, Probably tomorrow or the day after. I'm going to do some live streaming on uh, while playing Grand Theft Auto. So we got some gaming streams and the conversation gets extra raw there. So please set up your notifications right. So you can uh, make sure you get notified when we go live. All right, y'all. Have a good weekend.